Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 35, What Are You Wearing to the Candace Cameron Bure is Over Party. This week on Come Through Queen, we're catching up on all the crazy news of this week, and for our deep dive, we've got a day of hot topics. Christina Aguilera celebrated her birthday where Erica Jane performed, Kylie Jenner graced Christina with her appearance in Xtina drag, and Bethany showed up as well for some reason. And for some reason, Kanye West showed up at Trump Tower, um, and Candace Cameron Bure showed up at the unemployment office and announced her departure from The View, which was a perfect time for Barbara Walters to pop off to page six. And we have another departure announcement, this one coming from Lala Kent discussing her mid-season departure from Vanderpump Rules. And New York Magazine has some important journalism going on in the form of a hard-hitting interview with Kristen Dowdy. And Carol Radswell is opening up to the New York Times on co-parenting her dog baby with Megan King Edmonds' brother. And also, Kelly Dodd is with a team of doctors, and Real Housewives of Potomac might not have much gas left in the tank. And lastly, Dorinda Medley uh, deserves a segment all for herself. She threatens to shut down an open bar at a charity event... She announces a night out in the Berkshires auction uh, where you get to spend the night with her and she's getting married to King John. And of course, we're going to talk about our shows, Real Housewives of Atlanta and Beverly Hills, as well as Vanderpump Rules and a little bit of Mariah's World. Of course, we'll close out the show with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Dan. What's going on? Not much. How was your weekend? Oh, I spent it in New Jersey, in Montclair, home of en- Envy by Melissa Gorga. Did you pop in and get some dresses? Uh, I was going to pop in, but I felt bad that you were there with me, so I didn't want to like let you down oh, by going so, there without you. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, what have you been up to since last week? Well, this weekend I did absolutely nothing, but last night I went to a party for America's Next Top Model, hosted by one of the new judges, who happens to be the boss of our friend Jamie. Ooh, how was it? Did you watch the premiere? Yeah, it was fine. Um, I probably won't watch it, but it was nice to see Tyra showed up and handed the baton to Rita. Oh, I didn't realize she was going to pop in. Yeah, it's just like to be like, watch this and then... Well, she's still like executive producer, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that later. More on that later. Um, uh, but yeah, so I think we have so much on our plate this week. Um, we've been kind of scrambling for news the past few episodes because there hasn't been that much going on. And then everything decided to happen this past week. Well, yeah, everything in our world, in our decided, world. <laughs> decided to happen. Exactly. Uh, so I think we might want to start off with Christina Aguilera's birthday party this past weekend. 
Yeah, so I was like, I randomly woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning the other morning, and I noticed, I was on, I guess I was on Bethany's Snapchat, mm-hmm. or Kylie, it must have been Bethany's, or Erica Jane's. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that Bethany was at Christina Aguilera's birthday party, and Erica Jane was performing, and then separately, I don't think these people crossed paths with Kylie, Yeah. who did cross paths with Xtina. Yeah, I think there might have been a group shot with Kylie and some of the other ladies, but I'm not sure. But also, did you notice Karofi was there as well, your favorite Japanese frog? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Like, someone dressed up as Karofi? Oh, I, no, like, I think the theme was just this, like, crazy kitty, like... There was a lot of stuffed animals in the background of where they were sitting and posing for shots. Mm-hmm. And you could see Karopi in the background. I, I screenshotted it and sent, sent it to the group chat with you and Connor uh, in it. Oh, sometimes I ignore that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, it was interesting to see Kylie bring back the same exact look she just debuted this past Halloween. Well, she probably did it at Xtina's request. Right? Yeah, 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 I'm sure. She was hired help. Mm. Well, as was Erica Jane. Yeah, Bethany was the only one true guest. Well, yeah, I, and I, I was like, why is Bethany there? But then I remember that there was that famous Hamptons photo of uh, Christina and Bethany hanging out, where like Christina's famous, super drunk. Famous, you said. I mean, are are you familiar with that photo? I, it sounds familiar. Famous to you and Alex doesn't mean <laughs> famous to the rest of the world. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say on that matter? No. Well, you are turned up over today's uh, news of Kanye at Trump Tower. Well, I Tell think us. everyone was a little turned up over it because all of a sudden, randomly, everyone was watching that like elevator cam that they have. <laughs> well, not everyone, but like people who watch that. And Kanye West walks into Trump Tower and has a meeting with Donald, and then they come out afterwards. Flagged by Ivanka and Corey Gamble. <laughs> and um, have a little, like, brief press moment. So does Chris have a hand in this? De- Corey Gamble was there, so uh, definitely. Yes, it smells of Chris Jenner. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean... It was so awkward. Like, did you watch the video clip of uh-huh. Donald, like, talking to the press about Kanye? He was like... We're just friends, as if someone accused them of dating. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanye, like, wouldn't say a word. He just stood there. I know. It w- didn't look well. Yeah, and then he went on some weird thing on Twitter, Kanye did, where he was like, I think it's important to have a direct line to the president. Like, yes. as if, he, like, every citizen should have a direct line to the president. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting to see, like, when, like, Caitlyn Jenner pops up. Yeah, I would have thought she would have popped in first. Yeah. You had some other news you wanted to discuss. Oh well, this is this is stuff that people have been talking about, like in the yeah. world. Like act like the, this is kind of actually more serious news than entertainment news in a way. Yeah, but it's was reported last week that Donald Trump will remain executive producer of Celebrity Apprentice, which premieres on January second. Which means he's getting a Trump check. A Trump check, and more importantly, what shook me to the core is said his name will air after that of Apprentice creator Mark Burnett, but before Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Mmm. Mmm. Have you seen any clips? I've seen, like, the preview. And uh, Kyle Richards has been on, like, a media tour for both Celebrity Apprentice coming up and Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah, and then I saw her on Twitter responding to people who were, like, coming at her because they hate Trump, and she's claiming that she he had nothing to do with it from the jump. Yeah, the Trump jump, but I guess we're gonna just see how this pans out. Are you tuning in? Uh, I feel very torn over the matter. We haven't had a season of Celebrity Apprentice since he announced he was running for president. Yeah, so the stakes are a little higher. We used to like both be such super fans. Yeah, of the of the Apprentice, but like not for him. Like it was always because of like the celebrities. Yeah, like Star Jones and Nene Leakes fighting. Yeah, iconic. Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers, rest in peace. And Melissa hobbling around the boardroom. Patty Duke, or whatever her name is. is Annie that, Duke? Annie Duke? That sounds right. <laughs> You're a pit viper. Now we've got a Nazi and a follower. Yeah. Ugh. So, I don't know. Let me let me sleep on this. <laughs> One show that we'll always be watching, though, is The View. Yeah, na-na-na-na-na-na. 
Na, na. <laughs> Is that your attempt at the theme song? Yeah. Um, so last week, like right after we recorded. Oh, yeah. After we. Re- <laughs> I'm like so turned over this. After we recorded last week and before the episode went up, news came out that Candace Cameron Bure was leaving the view. Bure? How do you pronounce it? Like Bure? I don't know. Um, Bure? Anyway. Uh, if you want to focus on that, uh, but she announced on the episode where, uh, Andrea Barber and Jody Sweeten were on to promote Fuller House that she was done. Yeah. And then the next day she announced that it was her last day on The View. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause you know, like Raven announced and she sort of implied that she was going to like stick around for the rest of the year or whatever. But Candace went away. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Raven's really like... They're probably just going to use Raven when they need her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was... We were, like, talking about this over the summer. Like, this was our dream scenario. Well, I knew it was coming the moment that they announced, like, this crazy eight-person cast <laughs> yes. with, like, Jed and Sonny coming around. And then they started using Jed and Sonny more All than they the use the people who are, like, on the main cast. I knew that this was happening and raven and candace were the easy ones to predict but we also put it out there back this summer that we think that paula ferris is soon going to announce that she's i bet it's like something like she's taking a bigger role at gma so won't have time for the view you know i don't ever really watch gma but like i was just flipping through the channels on the weekend and i was it shocked me to see paula ferris like behind the table at gma on the weekend yeah so they're going to announce something big for her. They're going to give her a cushy spot. And then we're going to have our solid panel. Yeah. And Barbara chimed in. Oh, yeah. Barbara Walters took to page six. So Barbara Walters thinks ABC execs have ruined the view and fears the show will be remembered for its petty backstage bickering and revolving door of talent. She feels they've ruined the franchise that she and Bill Getty built. Instead of focusing on smart, educated women with strong talent... They cast uninformed child actors on the show. Oh my god. The legacy has been compromised because of poor casting and bad leadership under ABC News, a source told us. Walters is so over the show that she even ditched a post-election appearance, which reunited original hosts Debbie Monopolis, Meredith Vieira, Joy Behar, and Star Jones. Walters' longtime rep told us she was vacationing with her daughter in Florida. It was a prearranged vacation for the two of them. She calls the control room multiple times a week to offer her suggestions. She has a wonderful relationship with the show. My favorite part of the statement was how they didn't say former child actors. They said cast uninformed child actors. Oh my as God. If, like they're still children. Well, I mean. Raven self-identifies as a child. Yeah. And like they're both sort of going back to like the shows they were made famous for when they were children. Yeah. Like with Fuller House and then That's So Raven are coming out. Did you watch Fuller House? Oh, yes. You finished it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you finished did nothing it. all weekend. <laughs> I finished it the first night. I went home immediately. Oh, my God. My roommate made fun of me because the first thing I did was like sit down at on the couch and put on Fuller House and she made fun of me. Wow. Uh, Al- it took Alex a whole weekend, but I only saw like the first few episodes and then I, like, I couldn't take any more. It's so good. <laughs> I, I guess that's the... Jimmy Gibbler. <laughs> Are you a Jimmy Gibbler fan? He's iconic. <laughs> um, I read, read also somewhere that Fuller House has like the best ratings out of any show. You sent that to Alex the other day. Yeah. And, like, yesterday. And he thought that it was, like, a new article. So no. So he was, like, really... But I think it probably still applies. Like, I think... I think the... F- I think more people were excited about season two coming than season one. You think? Because, like, people knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. And they, they had time to catch up on They made one. some weird choices for Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. Oh, yeah. Why did they adopt a baby? Spoiler alert. Some people oh. haven't watched <laughs> it. Sorry. <laughs> I just like I passed through the room and all of a sudden they were like holding a baby. <laughs> um, yeah, but they made that weird choice. Mm. They also made weird choices other places, but I still liked it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like I I don't think I actually liked it as much as like Alex liked it. Like I think he unironically liked it. Well, he bought the Jody Sweet and single on iTunes. The boy next door. The boy next door. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, 
But in other departure news, Lala Kent is leaving Vanderpump Rules, which you've mentioned before, but I didn't realize it was like 100%, 100% confirmed. Yeah, I for some, somehow knew that in my brain of brains. Yeah. And it was also confirmed by the fact that like... She wasn't, she wasn't in, in the, the intro? intro. Yeah. Oh, and the little tidbit that you're about to read about that is very interesting okay. to me. So she says, I'm excited for people to watch me exit because it's just going to show a new side of my life. And I think it will get to show people who I really am. <laughs> I watch the show sometimes and I'm like, that's not me. I want people to see who I actually hang out with my day-to-day life. And I never got to show that. I'm excited for people to watch me leave Vanderpump Rules, to be quite honest. It makes no sense. As if, like, the cameras will continue to follow her. (laughs) Uh, So she was cut from the show's intro and replaced as a regular by Saucy Schroeder, even though Schroeder no longer works at Sir. I made it halfway through the season and just decided I wanted no part of the people anymore, Kent continued. I feel like they don't deserve to be in my world in any shape or form, so I dismissed myself. Well, I thought it was interesting that, like, they made a point to say that she was replaced by Stassi. And it sort of makes sense to me now because Stassi has been, like, not that big of a presence so far this season. I know. Brittany deserves a try. <laughs> and also, like, Stassi's sitting right next to Jax. Like, that's Brittany's spot. Yeah, but Brittany wasn't ready. I'm loving... I mean, we're going to get to it during the episode, but I love Brittany Her this season. Her kills me. She is the queen. <laughs> oh my god her center okay. <laughs> okay so maybe we'll see more from lala maybe they'll put her on like one of those like maybe she'll take her private jet over to the hamptons <laughs> for yeah. summer house yeah for summer house <laughs> stay tuned um so tell us about the new york magazine with Kristen doty i put in where i thought was the best part oh yes <laughs> well we link to it on both our twitter and facebook so follow us there if you aren't already mm-hmm. uh I stumbled upon this article while perusing New York Magazine, and it is amazing. Uh, <laughs> Allie Jones is the the uh, the writer. She met up with Kristen Dowdy, uh, and the, the the iconic quote in well not quote the iconic line in this. Kristen Dowdy slides into the wine bar looking dazed. It's raining out, and I'm thinking she might be a little tipsy. Aren't the stairs of Vanderpump Rules always? Aren't the stars of Vanderpump Rules always a little tipsy? <laughs> the stairs, the stairs. sir. <laughs> They're always a little shaky. Um, but as she walks toward me, I realize she's actually going a bit cross-eyed. She ran into a glass door. Her bubble system informs me. Oh my god. I feel like she's always got something wrong with her. No. no. Remember, like last year, something was like her face collapsed. Are you sure that's not a dream you had? No, because she had to get reconstructive plastic surgery because she was in a car accident or something like that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, don't you keep up? <laughs> uh, I feel like she was on Watch Robin's Live like shortly after she got the reconstructive surgery and she looked a little different because everything was settling. Okay. And her like it like fucked up her jaw. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Also note, she wasn't in one frame of this week's episode. I know. It was like really sad without her. I let's we can talk about that more a little later when yeah. we're talking about vendor rules because I have thoughts. Okay, uh, give us your thoughts instead on <laughs> Carol Radswell co-parenting a dog. So I thought this was actually insane. New York Times ran like this glitzy like style trend piece about Carol Radswell co-parenting a dog. An issue we've talked about in the past. Yes, with um her neighbors trip swan house and also rj king who is the brother of megan king edmonds are and rj and trip like together together or i don't believe so because if you go to rj's instagram i believe i've identified who he is with okay um <laughs> that was weird but my favorite part was Rule number one for humans, never drop the dog off at another apartment, always arrange by texting without walking her first. Miss Radswell recently broke that one. It was the only time I did that, she said, but I was so depressed after the election, I couldn't function. I don't even understand what they're talking about. Do they mean like leaving the dog with like with someone other than one of the co-parents? No, like they all live in separate apartments in the same building. Yeah. So like, it's about like, don't ever bring the dog to someone else's apartment unless you've walked oh. it so that it's used the restroom. So that the other person doesn't have to immediately go out. Oh, I, I guess I don't know like 
I don't think about all the dog stuff. Yeah, dogs use the restroom like humans, uh, but, but... Which is why I don't want a dog. Well, you're also allergic, and... Well, I'm sure there's, like, a dog I could get that I'm not allergic to. My sister's dog that she just got, I think it's hypoallergenic. Yeah, but I've, I've met those hypoallergenic dogs before, and sometimes they're not so hypoallergenic. Also, my sister has the same kind of dog as Carol Roswell, but my sister's dog is much cuter. Are you going to, like, promote the Instagram now or something? You can follow them. <laughs> that dog and his brother, who's just a regular golden retriever, at... <laughs> On Instagram at bro underscore we golden. Get it? Because they're both golden. And they're brothers. Cool. <laughs> and that's um, how straight people talk. Like, bro, we golden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, besides you need a team of doctors, apparently <laughs> Kelly Dodd has finally found her team of doctors. Uh, the reality star, who has never done any past life regression therapy and admits to being a little scared, met with past life regression therapist Ann Barham <laughs> on the, the syndicated series The Doctors, which is like a daytime Dr. Oz-ish series. Oh, I'm familiar. Um, it's been the plot line of many a Real Housewives yeah, episode. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, so Anne explains that her work is based on a belief in reincarnation and she acts as a guide for her clients. Kelly is hoping to get to the bottom of her anxiety, claustrophobia, and her fear of being trapped. During her session, the reality star says she sees herself as a woman in the 1800s who had previously lost her baby. <laughs> Kelly and Anne connect on the loss of the woman's baby with Kelly's present, present day fears. Why was Kelly Dodd involved in this? Because this show is like a farce and they just get like their talent. They get people to come on from like all sorts of dumb reality shows. Yeah. Um, but if you, do you think you were someone in a past life? And if so, who were you? Uh, I don't. I think this is a fresh one for me. How about you? Yeah. you think, <laughs> I think I was probably like involved in the Salem witch trials. Yeah, you are very witchy. Like I was in the woods with uh, <laughs> Goody Good or whatever. But were there uh, were there male witches too? There's male witches. I thought it was mostly female witches. Well, in that, but I mean, like they. That maybe they just didn't tell the story about oh, them. Your, your story is finally being And also, I could have been a woman in a past life. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't think it's like your past lives are limited to your current gender identity. Right. Uh, so, Brendan, tell us about <laughs> what is going on in Potomac. Well, here's another thing where I'm like surprised by like a highbrow newspaper like picking up, <laughs> scooping up this news. Because the Washington Post reported... Well, I mean, it is, like, part of Washington, D.C. Yeah. So, according to... So, it's kind of like page six reporting on New York Housewives so much. Right. But this was, like... It wasn't, like... It didn't (laughs) indicate that it was the gossip column. Um, According to a person with knowledge of the production of Potomac, the Real Houses of Potomac, Bravo's on the fence about its Potomac offering. Cast members had hoped the show's second go-round would piggyback on Real Housewives of Atlanta, which premiered its ninth season November 6th, but that's not happening. They've decided to push back the premiere date, and they want to find out if Potomac can stand on its own without a lead-in from Atlanta. Um, the ladies are apparently getting nervous. They're all feeling major anxiety and fearful that their show may not air. It's definitely holding on by a string. But Bravo has released a statement and said it was our highest rated freshman series in three years. The Potomac ladies are coming back in 2017 and fans have every reason to be excited for a great season. Well, at this point, I would imagine like they've wrapped. Right? Yeah. Uh, And then also, it was like the Atlanta lead-in that gave them that high ratings. Yeah. Interesting, though, because I feel like I've also heard stuff from Dallas about the people in Dallas being, like, afraid that they're not bringing enough drama. Yeah. So I think they're being told by, like, Bravo that you really have to, like, step it up. Mm-hmm. Because I think when they were announced, like, around this time last year, people were like, what? Yeah. I mean, I'm not particularly, like, gung-ho for either of them coming back. I'll watch it because it's our, our duty. But Your charity world has gone down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even that wasn't enough for me. Um, so, 2017. 2017, we'll be looking forward to you ladies. Yeah. Uh, but to cap off this week's crazy news, 
We have a bunch of stories relating to Dorinda Medley. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I want to start with the one that she was promoting herself, like, across her various social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Because it, like, it was a page six article that looked very scandalous, like, Dorinda Medley shuts down charity open bar. Yeah. So I clicked it. I mean, I would have clicked it anyway, because I need to see what Mother's doing. (laughs) But, uh, so apparently she was hosting some sort of charity, uh auction event and the other ladies from the series were in attendance mm-hmm. and they weren't bidding on the the items yeah so nobody she, was bidding so she threatened to shut down the bar if the bed, the bidding didn't pick up and then apparently the quote says luckily the threat worked and partygoers pulled out their credit cards for the cause uh and this happened at bagatelle I guess there's a New York, York Bagatelle. Maybe that's why uh, Ramona wanted to go so badly. Yeah, probably. Well, this ha- this happens. As somebody who's been to a lot of charity events, oh. like when the auction comes and there's like an open bar going on, yeah. it becomes very like, start- like you realize like that people are in the back talking and yada, 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 not yeah. paying attention when we need people to pull out their checkbooks and write some checks for some good causes. Yeah, Dorinda knows how to not let her charity world go down the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> Leanne could learn some things. So Dorinda has more charity news going on. She's so charitable. Um, <laughs> she also posted a link to uh, some sort of, I think it's like Celebrity Buzz Charity or something. Charity Buzz. Charity Buzz. <laughs> uh, so the... Uh, the auction goes like this. Enjoy Dorinda's hometown favorites and a night out with Dorinda. She will host you for dinner and an overnight stay at her favorite inn, the Red Lion in Stockbridge. See for yourself what made Dorinda fan favorite on Bravo's hit, hit TV reality show, Real Housewives of New York. Auction benefits Beauty for Freedom, Inc. So the Red Lion is where they went when they first went up to the Berkshire... Well, not the first, very first time before Dorinda was on the cast. But when Dorinda joined the cast and they all went up, they went to dinner at the Red Lion. Oh. I'm a scholar, so I know that. Yeah, I'm curious as to what the current uh, bidding is at. I think I found it. It's at, like... So you still have, like... 2,500. You still have about a day and a half... Uh, probably by the time this airs that you have a day. Uh, the current bid's at 2500 There's been five bids. Estimated value is 3500 So come on, people. Let's get those let's, let's dollars get up. Let's get dollars up. It's only for two, though. You should buy it for you and Alex for Christmas. Um, no. <laughs> I'm like, actually, I was a little tempted, but it's a little... I would, like, I don't have that much money just to, like, <laughs> throw around, but, like, I would consider it if it was, like... I got to actually go to dinner at her house, which it doesn't sound like you do. I don't know if her. I, I feel like she's got to like let you see Bluestone Manor. It, but it says dinner in an overnight stay at her favorite inn. It sounds so. It sounds like maybe it's dinner at Bluestone Manor. No, that's not. What, that's stay. not what it sounds like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless unless I get the details straightened out, I'm not bidding. <laughs> like she would make sure to say dinner at Bluestone Manor because she loves the name Bluestone Manor. That's true. Uh, so... What, what about our last surprising story? Oh, yes, the last surprising story. Uh, Brennan, tell us about it. <laughs> um, so... Dorinda might be getting married. Um, she... It was reported by Radar Online, but Dorinda was quoted in this. But um, it could be, like... A joke. A joke. Taken out of context. She said, our lives are just so busy and hectic in New York that any downtime is great time. She said about her and Medician. The thing about New York is that it's just so intense and there are so many people. One of the biggest luxuries John and I, of John and I is that we just get to be together. We like doing normal things and just hang out together. Watch TV, go for walks, and of course, cook. But see, this is what, why I'm like unsure about this. The rest of the quotes that you just read have nothing to do with her getting engaged yeah like normally she'd be like oh he asked me like last week Mm -hmm. or this is what he did like it sounds like it might have been taken out of context yeah and she hasn't commented on it since right right i've seen anything on this and she didn't publicize this article either right i'm like really holding out for her to renew her vows with the ghost oh my god no richard what's his name She's moving on. She loves Richard, but John is the man in her life. Um, so you have not been keeping up with Mariah's world, correct? 
No. All right, let me just tell you a little bit about what's going on, and you can chime in with any thoughts you may have. How's what's his name? Tanaka? Yeah. He's still there. How's Molly? What was interesting was Tanaka congratulated Mariah on her engagement. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Stella's still yelling at Molly about Apple TVs, and then Stella sent, like, Molly on this... Like wild goose chase at one of the concerts to like find some super fan and bring him backstage to like have a little meet and greet with Mariah. Mm-hmm. And they were all like cackling about it behind Molly's back. Stella fired the social media manager and hired her 12 year old daughter to take pictures and post it. And Stella justified it by saying, She's 12 year old. She's, she's 12 years old. That's what we're catering to. She knows the shots to take. She knows what the what the kids will like. Mariah's big among 12-year-olds. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, we got the story of why Mariah has a good side. Because you know how she only like wants to be filmed on one side. Oh, yeah. And even when she appears on Watch What Happens Live, she's the only person to Who ever... Andy Switch. Yeah. Although I think Andy Switch switched one more time for another reason. Like after that Mariah interview. Um, she also like talked about... Uh, why she like wears the sunglasses in the elevator with fluorescent lights, like Chrissy Brinkley or someone told her. Well, Chrissy, she got in an elevator with Chrissy Brinkley, and Chrissy Brinkley like put on her sunglasses. She says these fluorescent lights are not made for like being seen in. Um, and then also she was like, she I don't know if you remember from the first episode, like the plot point was she was so nervous about getting lifted by the dancers in that like, yeah, 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 chair. Yeah. And, like, she was carrying on about it again this episode. Like, she's, like, pink hanging from the rafters with her silks <laughs> performing glitter in the air. Like, oh my she's God. just laying there. I would pay to watch Mariah do silks. <laughs> I don't think Mariah has that in her anymore. Um, not that she ever really did. She wasn't a dancer or performer in that regard. Um, Beyonce went to her concert the other day. I know. That was cute. And, blo- and brought Blue Ivy. Yeah. Uh, and it's also kind of weird how this whole... I was thinking about more of the context of this whole show, how it seems to have been a commercial for the tour, but then she ended up canceling the tour altogether. Oh, yeah. So, like, it would have made a little bit more sense. Um, and that's pretty much it. I would love to see a Mariah's World-style docu-series on, like, Hillary Clinton's life now. I'm sure Hillary, like, does not <laughs> want to be bothered. <laughs> Just her in the woods. Yes. Uh, so are you ready to talk about Rosas of Atlanta? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, so where are we at? We are. Oh, the paparazzi. The paparazzi. Waiting <laughs> at the park's law form. That was so. <laughs> <laughs> she had like she had probably hired like her office manager and like an intern to stand outside with the camera. Well, one of them's Freddie L. Who then got to come inside and get an exclusive interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, this is... You know how I sometimes say that, like, there's something sneaky about Phaedra? (laughs) I love it. Whatever story she concocted or, like, however she said that this entire thing went down made no sense. It made no sense. It was literally the most nonsensical thing. He was dropping off some bomb-ass music. Like, how does that go from bomb-ass music to grenade but I would I would imagine the CD to be in like one of those like Manila folder things, and a Manila envelope, and he's like, "Here is my bomb ass music." <laughs> and I'm like, "How do you think that's a bomb?" <laughs> but she also claimed that like he showed up to a different yeah office? the wrong the wrong law law firm, like of all white people yeah. So her story doesn't add up, and like I don't think the other ladies on the show thinks. Her story adds up either. This is just like the pregnancy thing. Oh my god. And like, does she go to that law office every day and practice law? No. So, is it a house of cards? <laughs> I I imagine... I need, I need to follow up on this because didn't, I didn't realize we were going to talk about the law firm itself. I could picture there being lawyers who work there in her law firm. Under her name. Under her name. And, like, she's just the name. So she brings in the clients for the name, and, like, the attorneys that work under her, like, do the dirty work. Interesting. Of actual lawyering. Would you go work for her? 
if no. you had the chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rather work for her, like, as the mortician than the at her law firm. Oh, my God. I could see you being a mortician. No, not, not real. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> no, but I could actually see you being a mortician. No, thank you. In a basement somewhere with oh, dead bodies. Like six feet under. You, oh, my God. That should be, like, you sh- should move on. <gasps> Your new house. You should turn it into a no, funeral home. No, no. You have extra space. No. <laughs> You're a freak. Um, I loved the clip of Peter going on Wendy Williams. Oh. And then when Wendy turned to the camera and was smiling when he says they've been going uh, through it for a long time. Classic Wendy. <laughs> I, it was just like so good to see like in an episode of Atlanta. Yeah, I like when they bring in other things. Yeah. Um, the cake that Kenya made for Matt was so goddamn tacky. Yeah. And it looked like one of those cakes that you're not supposed to eat, like the right. fondant cakes. Right. What does fondant taste like? It's like really thick icing. Mm. And like not delicious. Um, Give me like a grocery store. No. Like cake any day of the week. Eleven bucks. Sheet cake. Remember that cake I brought for your birthday episode? That was a really good cake. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a grocery store cake. Okay, but I'm talking about (laughs) the grocery store cakes. Let me have this. Okay. Um, We were talking about this online a little bit on Twitter. Portia's mom reminds me of Tina Knowles a little bit. Yeah, she was sort of a queen. Uh, Yeah. And then also, we were talking... They were talking about... uh, 45 days. I don't remember what this was in reference to. Oh, yeah, looking for a new house because Portia's lease is up. She needs to find a new she house. She has 45 days to move out. And, has, and it's like three weeks. Yeah, and funny enough, Candy has 45 days to open Old Lady Gang, they said on the episode, which hasn't happened. I checked. It's kind of like Tipsy Girl. I would have thought Candy. Well, they were having the same sort of like liquor license drama, which Tipsy Girl did have. Mm. I wrote in my notes, actually, Tipsy Girl. But the inside of Old Lady Gang looked sort of cool for that. Yeah, I think it looks nice. Yeah. I'd go there. Yeah, I'd go there. Uh, and then to jump ahead a little bit, the food that they were serving at the Old Lady Gang t- tasting looked pretty good as yeah, well. Yeah, especially the mac and cheese. Well, you could have my portion. <laughs> Mama Joyce walking into the attorney's office. Incognito. Incognito in a, uh, uh, what are those jackets called? A trench Trench coat coat with a babushka thing around her head. And the big sunglasses. Sunglasses. So insane. And Candy was somewhere, I think Candy was on Watch What Happens Live or somewhere... And she said that she didn't know that Mama Joyce was going to go film that by herself. Oh, it might have been the talking head act. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Phaedra was on Watch What Happens yeah. Live, which was a crazy episode, too. Yeah. But it was also interesting that it was uh, Nini's divorce attorney, too. <gasps> I didn't notice that. Yeah. I feel like he films with all of them. <laughs> um, uh, I thought it was interesting also how Portia's new man, Todd... His last name is Stuart. And oh, Cordell's last yeah. name is Stuart. And his first name is Todd, so whenever they talk about him, yeah, I get it's confused. Like confusing. Yeah, it's kind of like the Carolines at Ladies of London, lol. Uh-huh. Uh, I love when, when Mama Joyce was confronting Kenya's comment on the wig, and like Kenya knew better than to fight. And she backed down very quickly. I love that Sheree brought it up. Yes, that little shitster. <laughs> um,. Mama Joyce had some things to say about Phaedra. She said, Phaedra is out for my daughter, so I'm out for her. And, and then she pulled her aside. She's <laughs> like, I'm so sorry to hear you and Apollo have been able to get a divorce. Oh. It was like so put on. I like don't even really get where Mama Joyce is coming from at this point because the attorney basically told her that like, it wouldn't take any longer to get a yeah. divorce when he's in prison, but that's it. He didn't say anything. He didn't say, like, you get, like, the express checkout line divorce. Right. <laughs> um, she said about, I think this was in a talking head, but she said about Phaedra, I wouldn't piss in your mouth if your guts was on fire. Sad. <laughs> that's very Sue Hawk from Survivor Season 1, for those of you who remember. Uh, 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 oh my god, well... 
Anything else that you want to say besides the final scene with Kenya and Matt and the producers? The Kenya and Matt stuff has gotten very Teen Mom OG. Yeah. We've been, we, back when like this pot, very podcast premiere, we talked about wanting the fourth wall to come down a little bit. And it has. And it has. It really has. We got to see Kenya talking to the producers. Yeah. And like, the, like, not just like talking to them, being like, consoled by the producer true and as she was talking during that thing the cameras were like down pointed at the ground at the dogs just like playing and biting yeah. each other Twirl. <laughs> um but then matt calls and like they're talking and she's he's asks if the cameras are still there and she's like yeah they still are but he comes over anyways but then yells at her for the producers being there but she didn't do anything wrong well in that. no she he called to ask if the cameras were still there, and she said, "Oh, they're like pa- they're finishing up, they're packing up." Mm. So they they were still there, but to him, it sounded like he wasn't going to get filmed, which I think goes and corroborates like his rant that he's gone on. Oh yeah, what was his rant? That like she was just using him to like have a boyfriend for the show. And like it was all just for the show. That's like a recurring thing with with Kenya, Kenya yeah. yeah. What was that first boyfriend, George or something? He looked like a <laughs> George. Are we not talking about Walter? Oh, Walter, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. George. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I. There's something fishy going on in that relationship. There's always something fishy going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say on Atlanta? No. But you did bring up Phaedra's appearance on Watch What Happens Live right after. <gasps> It was so crazy. Was Shamar, Shamar more drunk? Because he wasn't like slurring, but he was acting very... He was, yeah, all of a sudden he was like kissing Kenya. I mean, not Kenya, Phaedra. And she was playing along with it. Yeah. And it was just like, it was really weird. And he was like defending himself against the gay rumors, like very aggressively. Like being very sexual. Yeah. I hope they end up together. <laughs> Phaedra and Shamar. Um, okay, should we move on to Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, let's... let's I'm, not, play, I'm not going to say it, Go I know how mad it makes you. <laughs> so stupid. Well, this is the episode that we, like, were not expecting. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting it until the preview last week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're going to go there, which I guess we should have expected because a staple on that show is that Pride. Gay Pride, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, let's go back a little bit. Yeah, let's bit and start, start with the, the side story. And you're going to have to lead a little bit because... You weren't focused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I thought it was actually an interesting side story, but from more like from a meta perspective than like actually enjoying it. Because the whole side story before we get to Pride was Ariana has this like cocktail book deal now. And uh, she... Is like getting ready. She's gonna take pictures for it. She asked Lisa, like, can she like take some pictures and Sir beforehand? And and Lisa was like, yeah, fine. That's just like tag Sir, da da da. But like, if I feel like if I was Lisa, I would kind of expect to like be in on this or get a cut of it. She's using like her Sir fame. That's why I think it's fake because her brother was shooting them. And like, if she had a book deal, they would send somebody. I've seen Real Housewives in New Jersey enough. And with Teresa plating and cooking and all that. Well, it sounds like maybe they were still on the pitching portion of this. Yeah, so it's not a deal. It's just a pipe dream for Ariana. Yeah, but Ariana and Tom then go and, like, cook up this whole fight between the two of them in Mm -hmm. order to, number one, give themselves a storyline, and number two, promote this book. That's non-existent. That's non-existent. But, like, it was, like... This is the very last episode they were sitting down talking about what a great couple they are and they don't fight and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden they're like fighting so angrily over like the creative direction of this stupid book. It was <laughs> so dumb. And like the shots that they were taking at the, like <laughs> the photography that her brother was doing looks so bad. I'm surprised you're speaking ill of her brother. I haven't said anything pro her brother. You made up this fan fiction that I'm in love with him. He just seems like the, the kind of guy. <laughs> That's so fucking rude. <laughs> um, so then the other 
pre-Pride scene that I really thought stood out was uh, Sassy showing up with two tall blondes. Who we, if you looked correctly at the Summer House trailer, you know that they're from that show, Summer House. So they're doing this elaborate setup that will somehow cross over into that show. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, she comes to dine at Sir. <laughs> yeah. And then Lisa says that they have food to go. Yeah, they have a takeout if she wants. Um, she said that thing to, to Lala, because Lala seated them. Oh, yeah. About... Like, give us, like... The area for uh, like winter, winter bodies. bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like, so the two blonde girls, like, like invite Stassi to come to the Hamptons, and she's so excited, and Stassi wants to bring the other girls. So I guess it's supposed to be, like, Katie and Sheena mm-hmm. going to the Hamptons, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I guess, Lala hear, hears them talking about it, and she, like, slinks over, and she says, I heard you guys mention the Hamptons, <laughs> and then offers to, like... Fly them out in a private jet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, like, she's fighting with these girls. It makes no sense. Well, this was before her announcement, so she was probably just doing everything she had to do to be on the show and have a plot line. Yeah. Uh, but apparently this this event is going to conflict with Ariana's cool, cool girl birthday party, dude. NASCAR, dude. Isn't that so cool? Isn't ultimate that the birthday. birthday? This is the ultimate birthday. I'm so woke. <laughs> <laughs> and see. <laughs> um, so, I think this is where, well, like, then Lisa has the little sit down, like, this is what you're wearing at Pride this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... And then... We get, like, the, the scene after the commercial is, like, Lisa in this big red dress get up in the middle of the street, like, reacting to, to the Orlando... What happened in Orlando. Pulse shooting. So, yesterday, I, like, it didn't even click to me yesterday until I sent you that Variety piece. So, Lisa gave an interview to Variety about, like, what happened, like, her show intersecting with, like, okay. Orlando. And then I was like, holy shit. They've planned it so that this episode airs on the six month I know anniversary, which made me so cynical. I'm like, please, really? Like that's so tacky. I I know. I I, I was like surprised by this. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, okay. continue on. <laughs> so first of all, yeah, that like that bugged me beforehand because I was like, oh, so we're gonna watch this thing that was like a big had big impacts in like the LGBT community and also like the Latinx community, and we're going to watch it through the eyes of a bunch of straight white people. I know, couldn't they find one <laughs> sir or pump employee who was personally affected by this as a member of the community? Yeah. I mean, although Schwartz is a member of the community as well, apparently. <laughs> but, but we'll say, I, I, but I do, now after seeing it, there are a few winners and there are a few oh, losers. Uh, who are the winners and losers? I'm going to give it to Tom Sandoval. I have to say. I mean, he went through a journey. He, but sense. like, I think what what really everyone has the right to deal with like any sort of like of this big scary thing the way they want, yeah, whether or not you're straight. But like, the way that he talked about it, and Tom Schwartz talked about it, and um, even Ariana talked about it, and Queen Lisa, Brittany, Lisa and Brittany, they like didn't make it about themselves. Yeah, like Katie's was all like personal safety and she like said nothing about like how big this tragedy was and how it affected like a couple like communities that she isn't a part of and lala and oh my god lala yeah lala was even worse i thought yeah um but the toms i also like like they were all just like drinking vodka sodas in their apartment in the middle of the afternoon before they had to go to a shift at work. I would imagine that it might have been even like pre-noon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Because like they were still talking about whether or not they're going to show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seemed like to be a day thing. I don't know. Um, There are a few other things I wanted to say. Okay. Like you said, the way that Tom Schwartz references my community <laughs> is like or like our community, my community is very similar to the way that Michelle Visage. <laughs> oh my god! Always talks about all our, our community, but I actually like don't mind it. 
when either of them say it or when well when michelle oh, says it it like makes a lot of sense because she actually is like like embedded trotting around <laughs> embedded in like the lgbt community but like tom schwartz was so cute when he said it oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no i i thought it was i was surprised that it was better done than i expected yeah i thought it was okay like when i saw the preview for it last week i was like holy shit yeah and i thought like i seriously thought that tom schwartz was going to be crying about something else like i thought they pulled a fast one on us you mean sandoval yeah sandoval yeah i mean at first like the way they cut the preview it looked like it was going to be kind of after school specially Mm -hmm. in terms of them like all sitting and reacting to it like after the fact Mm -hmm. but it was actually like all they were like all processing as it happened it looked like yeah and i think that like it also sort of explains why Kristen wasn't around because most of the episode was one day when usually we don't really know like what day was which. Well, apparently she showed up to the Pride, I think. She did? If I remember her uh, Twitter account correctly. I could be, this could be a fan fiction, but I do think like she said something about the fact that she showed up and like was trying to raise money or something. Oh, interesting. For the victim fund. Weird. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I guess, like, it's hard with her because, like, her plot needs to fit in. In a different in way. In a certain way. Like, she's not an employee. So, like. Yeah, but they got, like, Stassi was there. was the only. Because she showed up to the apartment. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. It's not like they, like, photoshopped Kristen out of the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> what if they did? Can you imagine? <laughs> um, but, Yeah. Yeah, so I think, is there anything else you have to say about Pump? I don't think so. Oh, I do have a question just about Pride. Do they let them, like, just drink openly on Pride? Do they, like, make an exception? As employees? Yeah. It seems like it. Or it was, like, a special circumstance because uh, of what happened? Well, I think they let them, but in the past years lisa's like oh like don't get too don't get too drunk yeah although i do kind of remember her yelling at them to not like drink during the float float. or something i think they might have just like made special exception because it was like such a weird day maybe like because even like natalie like when peter's like i think i need a drink she was like that's a good idea i think maybe it had more to do with the fact that they were inside the restaurant versus when they're out and about like on the float Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah things to ponder okay uh so we're gonna take a quick break and then wrap it up with uh real housewives of beverly hills and the freak of the week and the run one true queen so stay tuned yay all right and we're back to talk about beverly hills that's where i want to be <laughs> Uh, I know that Weezer song, sorry. (laughs) Uh, But we have a quick programming note. Uh, We're not going to discuss Ladies of London this week. We'll be back with it next week just due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, But we do have a quick piece corner. He just tweeted at me saying, I hate that the top knot Facha Bruta on LOL. So I'm not sure who he's referring to, but I'm sure if you watch this week's Ladies of London... Someone's wearing a top top hat, and P doesn't like it. He does not like it. <laughs> Maybe he'll tell us, tweet it back at us before we're done. Uh, um, so we just watched Beverly Hills. Lisa Vanderpump in an In and Out and some behind the scenes footage. Yeah. Did you go to In and Out when you went to LA? No, that wasn't part of your report. I wasn't worried about In and Out. Mm. I don't like really love burgers. They have things other than burgers. I mean, like a not- chicken finger. No. Oh, yeah. It's like Five Guys, right? You don't like a... It's not like Five Guys. It's like better than Five Guys. No, I'll eat a burger, but I'm not going to like seek one out. Like if I'm at a barbecue and that's what's being served, I'll You think one. you want like the cultural experience? Nope. Uh, so, and then for some reason, like Lisa Renna was doing Doritos pro- promo because her <laughs> phone autocorrects. Dorit to Dorito. And she took a munch, a bite out of a Dorito. Yeah, a crunch. Uh, Dorit receives a rose gold Bentley. Everyone's jealous of her Bentley. Oh, don't be jealous of my Bentley. Don't be <laughs> jealous. And you thought her son was wearing a Celebrity Big Brother It looks shirt? like her, his shirt said Celebrity Big Brother on it. 
Maybe, well, wait, was Boy George on Celebrity no, Big Brother? Fa- he famously was not. He tried to get his probation, like, changed, and the court wouldn't let him. Oh. So he wasn't... I googled it while you, were, while you were, like, rewinding. Okay. Well, I think, like, Dorit... That was probably Dorit's older child, because if she gave birth four months ago, it would not be that child that's walking around. Right. Um, so maybe he's now a Celebrity Big Brother. Um, <laughs> that's where you were going with yeah. that? So... Uh, Kyle and Renna and one of Renna's children? No, Kyle's... One of Kyle's sir waitress daughters. Oh, really? I thought it was one of um, Renna's Gigi Hadid wannabe daughters. (laughs) Uh, Well, either way, the three of them were at Lit. Oh my god, it's Lit. It's Lit. I guess they're taking advantage of the whole Lit phenomenon. Oh my god, I have more on what they're taking advantage a little oh. down the line. Okay, uh, but they were just there working out, and, like, Lisa Renna was hamming it up as usual. I mean, she's... Lisa Renna hammed it up this entire episode. Like, I don't know what she's on. Shh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she's just trying really hard because she knows last year she came across poorly. Yeah, she's trying to be, like, funny this time rather than, like investigative reporter yeah rather than like bring the drama she wants to bring the kooky queen yeah so but what what do you have to say about being lit oh no no it'll come up later there was a point in the show that i where i said oh no out loud oh okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i know what you're talking about um Um, erica jean auditioning the dancers i loved her michelle visage like response to the dancers like split on the floor oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was good um, I enjoy watching Erica Jane in that element. Yeah, I because it's something that no other housewife can deliver. Like nobody brought seriously. Like we had like little things of like Melissa Gorga right before she would do like some sad performance, but yeah. it wasn't like production value like this. Exactly. I will. I will take more of this. Yes. If you're listening, Andy, give, give me, give me more. more. But don't give us a spinoff. I don't want a Candy Factory. Erica Jane Factory. Like. <laughs> the Erica Jane <laughs> Factory. Uh, I do also love Amelia uh, Hamlin making zoodles. Oh my god. I think they have the same zoodle maker that I have as well. I've had the zoodles. They were good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Renna tried to like ham it up trying to zoodle an eggplant. She's trying to be like fucking <laughs> Lucy and Ethel, but a one-woman well, yeah, show. Yeah, just Lucy and <laughs> Ethel at once. Um, Lisa Vanderpump with a horse. What you point, you pointed out something really funny that I think I touched on in Bee's Corner last week. Harrison, yeah. the dog. Oh, yeah. And how it's like, like how Jiggy must feel to have his <laughs> replacement I know. just put in front of him all the time. He's ready ready to go. <laughs> um, I don't know what is up with Vanderpump's constant, like, shih tzu look in almost every scene. <laughs> and, like, with, like, a choker. Like a like a bulky choker. Like, in both The Talking Heads and in real life. But it's interesting, because I looked up when Dorit's birthday is, and it was in mid-July. And the scenes that she shot for, uh, for Vanderpump Rules were just shot a month earlier. So this must have been some sort of midsummer look. Like phase that she went through, something she phase. tried out for summer. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just not loving the Shih Tzu look. Maybe she like took it from Lala. Remember Lala last oh, yes, year on Vanderpump yes. Rules at uh, uh, Katie's engagement party? Yes. Uh, Eileen in her, like, they were shooting some sort of Young and the Restless, like, look back after like however mm-hmm. many years it must be like what 50 years of that show it was the 11th thousandth episode <laughs> oh god um she talks a little bit about uh ashley abbott's her character she talked about when ashley abbott had to get an abortion mm-hmm. and then she said if she could pick any storyline for ashley abbott it would be ashley abbott goes off across the country and performs at gay clubs like erica jane <laughs> well she did invite erica on to you know, and the rest of us, that's Erica's birthday gift, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will look forward to that. She should have invited Brandy on. Brandy Glanville? Brandy was a super fan. I know she was, but <laughs> we see how that turned out. Uh, I guess we get to the party at this point. Yeah, and there's these Hummer golf carts bringing people up the 
Hill and Renna's hamming it up on the golf course. <laughs> Ooh, these people have money. Money, honey. Uh, um, Eileen looked amazing. Yeah. She yes, has like mama. a pulled back, but like Love a slipped her. back side. Side bang. With like a red dress. That or a red lip. Fit her just right. Vince had a ripped jean. Vince had a ripped <laughs> jean. And he was stalking the party. Like they never, there was only once where they actually talked to Vince. He, for the rest of the party, he was just in the distance. Wandering around <laughs> with a drink in hand. By head, himself. Head up skirts. Oh my God. As for VDP. Um, Erica Jane showed up in a t-shirt dress. Yeah, which she tried to, like, defend by the fact that it was off the runway. From Moschino. Moschino? Moschino? I don't know. But it looked like she was going to bed. Yeah, something's <laughs> up there. They've been giving us clues into something that's going to happen. Are they dropping hints? They're dropping hints, and I'm shook. <laughs> oh um, no, but, like, between that and the fact that they, like, focused on her only drinking water at the party. She's pregnant. No, she's 45. She's not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, oh. um, and, but like we, even in the preview for next week, she like gets like sassy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dorit's Buddha lounge, was it? Yeah. They kept showing shots of sushi being like served and picked from platters. So we were in like a, we were in like a normal, like chill cocktail hour and then like PK Gets on the horn and the mic. opens up what he called Dorit's Sushi Lounge, which was like, not Sushi Lounge, Buddha, <laughs> la- Buddha Lounge. But like, I think they just like, I don't know. They it were was dancing outside. Yeah. And there were like these really large paintings of Dorit's in every corner. Yeah, it's very uh, Cynthia Bailey agency, but not as... Cynthia Bailey? As Cynthia Bailey. Um, I guess the only other big thing from this episode is like... The whole apology thing between Vanderpump and Eileen and Vanderpump and Rena, And for some reason, like, she's treating Eileen much worse than Rena. She always has, though. I know, it's so mean. Come on, Eileen. I'm, come on, Vanderpump. <laughs> I know, I just said it for the song name. Um, yeah, but, uh, like, give Eileen a chance. Like, switch it up a little bit. Well, the thing is, like, Rena will go crawling back. Yeah. And Eileen's not interested. Well, because she is Ashley Abbott. Like, Renna apologized. I don't even know which... I don't even know what anyone she, owes an apology for. Renna apologized to Lisa for, like, being hard on her? Hard on? <laughs> um, and, but that, like, I couldn't even remember, yeah, what was happening. Uh, so, yeah. I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Yeah, except for Lisa Renna in one of her confessionals yelling... 40th birthday on fleek. Yes, on fleek. I literally said, oh no. Yeah. Oh my god, trying so hard. But we'll see how the season goes. I mean, so far, you're not bringing us much. Yeah. Like, this episode was boring. If we're in New York, we'd already, like, be yelling at the lingerie (laughs) party. Yes, that's true. Or whatever. Yeah. And, like, Jules would be, like, baptizing her hand in the... I the, I mean, the only thing that gives me hope is that, like, there doesn't appear to be an, a never-ending theme that's going to, like, that we're going to be talking about all 20 episodes. Right. Unless, like, that's to come still. But we'll see. Uh, mm. Is it time for the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen? Yeah, Dan. So who's our freak? Okay, we already talked about Christina Aguilera. Um... But there is more to say. So last week before uh, before her birthday party, it was reported and there were clips and everything showing that she was over in Russia, which is interesting because Christine was recently with her uh, leading up to the election. She did a lot of uh, oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton promo. Yeah. And now that that ship has sailed, she's over to Mother Russia. on the other side. <laughs> so, Daily Mail reports. And interestingly, like, barely anyone reported on this whole uh, performance at all. It's only like Daily Mail and The Sun. That's it. Nobody online. reports on Christina Aguilera so ever. She's Christina, over. Christina Aguilera, well, no, but the party got a lot of coverage. But this, uh, Daily Mail says, Christina Aguilera continued to dazzle with her funky pastel locks, yet contrasted the look with a rock chick ensemble during the inaugural 
Russian National Music Award ceremony at the State Kremlin Palace on Wednesday. Mm. Uh, so, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, why is she like always performing in these like random locations, like across the globe? Because they get so much money for doing that. Yeah, shit. that's true. Uh, maybe she's hoping that they hack her up to the top of the charts. Oh my god. <laughs> so, but that actually ties into the other part She'll of the never story. have a hit again. No, so fans have now gone wild as eagle-eyed music uh, as an eagle-eyed music lover spotted a song called So You Want to Come Over registered with the APRA Music Association. The performers listed on the track included Britney and Christina, setting tongues wagging surrounding the shock discovery. Is your tongue wagging? Well, it sounds like Christina's ready to save another career. Feature Tina is back. <laughs> she's had number ones. It's just always saving other people's careers. Whenever she's featured, it's been number one. She's never had a number one for herself this, yes, she... this decade. <laughs> it's a decade of, of feature hits. Uh, so, Christina, you're the freak of the week. Brendan, who is our one true queen? The one true queen is Mama Joyce. <laughs> oh! <laughs> And it's for all the reasons that we listed when we recapped Atlanta earlier. And a strong season thus far for Mama Joyce. Give her a fucking peach. Like, no one has deserved a peach as much as Mama Joyce right now since Marlo. I want Mama Joyce to get a peach and become the oldest housewife in history. (laughs) Yes. How old is she? She's only actually in her 60s? Yeah, which... Like, there are housewives that are not too far away from that. Yeah. Like, like Ramona's definitely 60 now. Ramona's surprisingly older, a lot older than she looks. Yeah. It's like... Although the, lo- are... the long hair, though, isn't doing her any favors right now. The long, dark hair. Sometimes the long hair looks good. Mm. Okay. So, congratulations, Mama Joyce. You are our one true queen. So, Brendan, is that it? Yeah. That's it. That's our show this week. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. And leave, please leave us a um, review. We haven't got one in a couple weeks. Yeah, but we, we have some nice ones. Check them out. See see what the other fans are saying. Um, pass along the good word of Come Through Queen. Yeah. I mean, we are really doing God's work right now. We are, you know, in terms of the fact that, like, we're not taking any breaks this holiday. We are coming at you with an... Next week's episode is going to be Family Stone Deep Dive, so that's something for you to look forward to. Get on your feet. And we also have um, an end-of-the-year special uh, where we're going to do a countdown of our favorite moments, uh, just of stuff we've covered the past year. Uh, So... Finding the light in this dark, dark year. Yeah, so chime in with your favorite moments of the past year as well. In the comments, tweet us, email us, Facebook us. Um, follow Dan at IDKIDK. Follow Brendan at NotBrendan. Like, comment, subscribe, heart. Share and retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.